Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to our first episode in 2024. Happy New Year, guys. Um, as you know, I only step up on this platform when I, I have been sent to. And I've got a lovely message to share with you guys. And I am hoping and praying that you guys are all well. And I trust that the Lord is keeping you safe. Before we begin, let's open with a word of prayer and invite the Holy Spirit. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on this earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil, O God. For yours is the kingdom, the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. Okay, so um, I know it's been a minute, but I'm just going to hop into this. This is not a Bible study, so it's not going to be long. We're not going to flesh any of these ideas out, but it is going to be a message. It is going to be a lesson um, that I have learned and that I need to share. And so, <laughs> yeah, this is proximity to perverseness now what does the word proximity mean proximity means being close together it means being near the state of being near somebody or something it's nearness in space or time or in relationships so when you are in close proximity to something, you are near that object or that person. Now, what is perverseness? Now, these things are important for us to define before we get into it, just so that we are all on the same page. Perverseness means the quality of being morally wrong in principle or practice it could be deliberate or just stubborn unruliness right resistance to guidance or discipline perverseness can also relate to um, rebellion that is just complete dissent so now that we understand what these two words mean the closeness to rebellion or the closeness to unruliness or the closeness to stubbornness or the closeness to foolishness right so this is this is what we're going to talk about what happens when we get too close to wickedness when we get too close to foolishness to unruliness to rebellion okay um we must remember the word says Bad company corrupts good morals. I'm sure we've all heard the example of how, um, like, the good apple and the bad apple. The bad apple is the one that ruins the good apples, right? Um, but now I wanna I wanna show us in the word of an example of this, and and it's something that it's like blink and you'll miss it kind of thing. And I thought it was really really interesting and very very. Um, important so um, if you turn your bibles to genesis 13 
Now, as I said, this is not a Bible study. You're going to have to go and read this alone. I am just going to point out the lessons and I am going to be out of here. <laughs> okay, so in this context of Genesis 13, we have Abram and Lot. Um, if you don't know what their relationship is, as I said, go back. The text is there. You can even Google it if you don't have a Bible. Anyways, um, so they are having squabbles, internal squabbles, and it becomes apparent that they need to separate. They need to go separate ways, right? Now, if we look at verse 10, it says, Lot lifted up his eyes because Abraham said, where do you want to go? Which side do you want to go? If you go left, I'll go right. If you go right, I'll go left, right? Um, so Lot lifts up his eyes and he sees that there's a well-watered plain. This is before Sodom and Gomorrah is destroyed. It's even said that it was, it looked as good or almost as good as the Garden of Eden, right? It says that so Lot chooses this plain. And here in verse 12, it says, Abram dwelt in the land of Canaan and Lot dwelt in the cities of the plain and pitched his tent toward Sodom. Now, if you guys were tuned in and you know what happened and the lessons that we learned and the word studies that we did with the word tent and what a tent represents in the Hebrew language, a lot of bells are ringing in your head right now. It says, Lot pitched, when, when Lot left Abram, this man who is blessed by God, he pitched his tent towards Sodom. You might be thinking, okay, so what? His tent is just facing this area. Now let's fast forward to Genesis 14 verses 12. Okay, so this is about the war of the five kings and stuff like that. So it's explaining that Lot was basically also kidnapped with these people. But why was Lot kidnapped? It says... And they took Lot, Abram's brother's son, who dwelt, you need to highlight this, in Sodom, and his goods, and departed. Guys, as I said, I'm not going to be long. In the previous chapter, we are told Lot separates from Abram. And he pitches his tent towards Sodom. And in the next chapter, it's telling us that what? He is inside Sodom. Why is this important? This is important because it's a subtle way of showing us that when you are close to something, when you are facing something, when your tent faces um, perverseness, when you are close in proximity to perverseness you get sucked in by it the word says by beholding we become changed what are we beholding what are the type of conversations our friends are having what are the things that we're watching on tv what are the things we're what is the content we're consuming on um social media right is there virtue or is it a vice 
What is it feeding in us? Is it feeding our flesh? Is it feeding the works of the flesh? If you don't know what the works of the flesh are, go to um, Galatians chapter 5. Is it feeding the works of the flesh or is it feeding the, 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 the spirit man? Right? These are questions we need to ask ourselves, especially this year. This year is a very, very important year. We all need to just be plugged in and we need to do better because now we know better, right? So we're not going to fall into the things, um, the traps that we fell into last year because now we know better, <laughs> right? By the grace of God and by the guidance of the Holy Spirit. Let our tents not be pitched toward Sodom, lest we end up in it, okay? The friends who are walking and living in Sodom are friends we need to start distancing ourselves from. Because if you know how the story of Sodom goes, you know just a few chapters after this, there's fire and brimstone, there's judgment that falls on this place. And if you know anything about the Bible, I'm going to encourage you, I have before, but I will do it again, to read the book of Leviticus and Deuteronomy. Um, I think it's Leviticus 10.10 that says you need to put a difference between what is holy and what is profane. And um, in Numbers 16, I think, it talks about a separation. You have to be separate. God mustn't find you in the company of the wicked because when he sends his judgment on the wicked, he does not destroy the righteous along with the wicked righteous being children covered by the blood of jesus because we don't have righteousness of ourselves right um and i'm saying this with all sincerity because it's very very easy to see the green lands and the watered plains of um of the jordan right lots saw that oh this is fertile land it's beautiful you know i'm going to be able to live here i'm going to be able to but because of its location, because of its proximity to Sodom, even though he didn't set out to be in Sodom, without fail, by the next chapter, he was in it. And so with us, sometimes we know that these people are involved in this kind of thing, but you know, we just want to be friends with them. Oh, but they're funny. Oh, but, you know, they, they give me gifts. Oh, oh, they, they do. And it's like, no, 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 no. You cannot be in close proximity with people who will drag you to the destruction of Sodom. The word tells us that a wise person sees danger afar off. And he steps aside. But a simple person goes forward and is punished. Let's step up, guys. Let's be wise this year. We know better. We're going to do better. Okay. So my plea is that we all evaluate our circles. We evaluate what we are in close proximity to. What are the relationships that we have? influencing us to do what is the fruit 
of these friendships that we have? What is the fruit of these things that we are watching on these devices we have? What is the fruit? And if it's not bearing any fruit of the Spirit, I encourage you to cut it off. Cut it off. If your eye is causing you to sin, cut it off. If your arm is causing you to sin, cut it off. Isn't that what our Lord and our Master says? Okay. Um, as I said, I'm not going to be long. This is what I have been given to share with you. Do not pitch your tent towards Sodom because it will suck you in. It will suck you in. Okay. Be careful of the influences around you. Pray about your friendships. Pray that you may see the light of the Holy Spirit in them. So that you can continue to, you know, um, have a relationship that's growing from faith to faith. Now, I'm not saying cut off every single unbeliever. No, I'm not saying that. There are some people who are given to you as an assignment. There are some people who are given to you as, you know, a mission. Some people that you have to plant the seed to. Some people are given to water. You know, I'm not saying... Like, oh, you need to be walking around. and But I am encouraging you to rate and judge and, and take responsibility of the fruit of where your tent is pitched. Set those boundaries around yourself. Where are you going? Where do you want to go? Is that where you want to end up? You know, so... Um, <laughs> when I was a, when I was a kid, I used to be part of this group that was called the Pathfinders and we'd march, right? And there's, there's this command that they say when, when you're marching, you have to check your step. So you're checking that, okay, am I still in line with the person next to me? Am I still in line? You know, and this is basically a call to do that. Check your step. Am I still in line with the word of God? Am I still in line with Jesus my Lord and my Savior, my priest, my king, my husband, right? Am I still in line with God? Check your step. Anyways, as I promised, I won't be long. I pray the Lord may um, water this word. I pray that he may watch over this word and send the Holy Spirit in your heart to be able to perform this word to help you evict those who will pull you into perverseness to help you cut off these attachments that you have to people who will pull you into perverseness this year because we're not falling into that this year may the lord add a special blessing in the reading of his word amen i will be back the next time the lord sends me